Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 112 of Parenting in Real Life. We are back with another interview. We interviewed Marcella Collier. She is the founder of the High Impact Club, and she has a ton of great resources. So definitely make sure you check out the show notes because she has free classes and does a lot of videos on Instagram and TikTok. So she is a great place to look for resources about parenting with understanding. She describes it in the podcast. It's kind of an umbrella over. So there's positive parenting, which you've probably heard of because it's all over. I feel like everything. Everyone talks about positive parenting. So this is a part of positive parenting. Yeah. As I've been kind of putting together this puzzle of like, how do you be a positive parent and still have kids that don't just run absolutely amok? How do you do that? And I thought this was very helpful. She really focuses on the understanding part in our interview, which she talks about how all kids have five basic needs and almost any tantrum can be tied back, tantrum or bad behavior, can be tied back to one of those five needs. So we thought we'd share a quick little parenting in real life moment from our life that was an example of one of these. So we have two children that get bored really fast. Instantly almost. <laughs> like it's like, hey, can you turn off the Nintendo? Sure. Off and like straight to terror. Well, that's usually what happens is once they get bored, they start bothering their siblings, finding some way to bug or tease or hurt or something. And so if they're not doing something that they're enjoying, then they're causing disruption in our family. Yep. So it was interesting when you put that through the lens of what she talks about, you can say, oh, they're not just being annoying to be annoying, which is totally how it feels because they do like to be annoying, right? Like they, they are doing it because this is fun for them. But what that is really telling you is one of their basic needs is to have fun. Something fun that we did was uh, Instagram dance with our kids on Sunday night. So we learned a Encanto dance, which is something that our kids have been doing anyway. And so we did it all together as a family, practiced a bunch of times, recorded it, and put it on Instagram. So if you wanted to check out our dance, <laughs> you can go look that up. But that was really fun. Everyone was engaged. And I think it was just some way to bring fun into our family. I think they enjoyed it. Yeah. Surprisingly, no fighting during that. <laughs> there wasn't. Everyone got along. It was great. Because they were having fun. That's one of every kid's basic needs is they need a certain amount of fun in their life. And so once you know, okay, they're telling me that they need more fun at this moment, that doesn't just mean, and this is what I like, that doesn't just mean that you must give them fun. Like that's your positive parenting responsibility is to fill their need. But it just helps you know this is a need they have and just helps you be more strategic in how you deal with it. Because she gives a couple of examples of times when they knew their need, but they still needed to live their lives. And so you have to find creative ways to satisfy the need, but still have boundaries. And so I thought it was a really helpful conversation. And I know that she's starting a class right now. You can go and sign up for one of her classes. They do live 
coaching and all sorts of things as part of those classes. So hope this interview helps. Enjoy. All right. We are so excited today to have Marcella Collier on the podcast with us. She is a certified positive discipline coach and owner of High Impact Club Parenting Education Online Platform. And she is committed to help parents to respond to their children's behavior from the understanding of their basic needs. And she teaches parenting with understanding. So we're super excited to have you here. We have a lot of parents with younger children and we're all learning how to help <laughs> our kids behave a little bit better. So we're super excited to hear your expertise and what you have to share with us. So before we get started, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Hello, Alan and Alexis. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something about myself. My name is Marcela Collier and I'm committed to help parents respond to their children's behaviors from understanding. Have you ever felt that you see your children's behaviors and you try to be kind and then you repeat yourself again until it gets to a point that you're like, okay, so how do I move past this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> so if you've been in that situation, those are the kind of parents that I serve. So they feel confident in what they're doing and connected to their kids. That's awesome. Love that. Tell us a little bit about how you found this and, and started getting interested in it yourself. Okay. So I provided therapeutic foster care for nine years. Wow. The children that came to the, the therapeutic program, they all had high behavioral needs, psychiatric diagnosis. And they came to the program because their behaviors were impairing them from thriving in the community and in their families. So basically, they come to therapeutic foster care to work through their behavioral goals so they could go back to their families and thrive in the community and whatever they were going to live, either a foster family or getting adopted or going back to their bio family depending of what their transition planning was, okay? Mm -hmm. So I did that for nine years, and I remember sharing tips on how to do behavior intervention with my neighbors who had little yeah. kids, and I remember sharing different strategies, and then they were getting results with their own kids. I mean, their own kids didn't have a psychiatric diagnosis or anything like that, but it's kind of the same way that you would handle a tantrum is the same way across the board, you know? Yeah. So they were getting results and I'm like, okay, there is something here. And I think more parents need to know about parenting. I call it parenting with understanding because it's beyond being kind with our kids. Right now, there is a good trend that I do. It's called gentle parenting, which is basically parenting our kids without punitive strategies that most of us grew up with. I grew up in a Latino family. The chancla was thrown at me. The chancla is a flip-flop. <laughs> so... Yes. Yeah, so it, parents who want to move away from that, then they do what they call gentle parenting. Gentle parenting is a more respectful approach, but parenting with understanding is kindness plus understanding of what to do, what to do with yeah. their behaviors and the understanding of the root needs that the behaviors communicate. So I started sharing those tips and then I saw that my friends were getting results. So that's when I decided to open up my social media account. Fast forward to today, right now I've served 
thousands and thousands of parents in Heimbach Club, parenting education platform. I'm not the only coach there. I'm the head coach, but there are other coaches, sleep coaches, Montessori coaches, positive discipline coaches. Right now, we're opening up for teen coaches, parenting coaches who do teen parenting. And we have classes, workshops, books, courses, digital guys, you name it in there. And all with the same purpose to provide parents with that understanding of their children's behaviors and needs so they can raise their kids from a knowledgeable perspective, not just, okay, I want to be kind, but okay, you can be kind and knowledgeable on what to do with the kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I was raised similarly where it was normal to get spanked, right? And I thought even as a young adult before I had children, I thought I would just do the same thing because that's how I was raised. But then as we started to have children, I realized this is not what I want to do. And there's got to be a better way. And I do feel like more people, our generation are moving that direction where we are trying to be more gentle and more positive and not using physical ways to help our kids behave better. So I love that there are people out there like you who are teaching this to help us better understand and come up with better ways to help our kids. But I think it's exactly like you say, we don't want to spank our kids or be that kind of parent. So you try and be nice, but sometimes nice doesn't get the results, right? Sometimes you need to get the kids to go to bed. And so I find myself frustrated because I tried the nice way. I said, hey, let's go to bed. Hey, it's time to go to bed. And you do that 10 times and now it's nine o'clock and they need to go to bed. And so what would you tell somebody like me? who's just getting started with this, what are some of the first steps you would share to change or get past that roadblock? Okay, first of all, the fact that you already came to realization of, okay, I want to raise my children differently, that's a huge step because a lot of parents, they're still stuck on their ways of, that's how I was raised. I'm going to keep spanking because I turned out fine. So I'm sure my kids will turn out fine. So, so the fact that you're already, okay, I want to do things better. I don't want to parent by default, but by design, that's the biggest step and the first step. Okay. Second step is gaining understanding of what behaviors really communicate. And that's where gentle parents get stuck. Because they know the kindness, they have the kindness down, but when it comes to behavior intervention, (laughs) then that's when they struggle. Let's talk about that particular behavior of bedtime battles, bedtime tantrums, Uh okay? According to research, every single behavior is the attempt to communicate one of our five basic needs. We adults, we communicate our needs through talking. We say, oh, you know what? Right now I feel disconnected. Alan, I feel disconnected. What about we have a alone time or we have a date? Mm -hmm. Alexis might tell you that. Your child is not going to say that or have that insight. They're just going to, for example, throw a bedtime tantrum Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they feel disconnected. And bedtime is the longest separation of the day. Mm. So that could communicate that need. What about if that same bedtime tantrum communicates a different need? Let's talk about the need for power. The need for power is having a skill of doing something, right? So for example, when children lack independent sleep skills, which is the ability to put yourself to sleep, to make yourself fall asleep without somebody else to help you, 
when children lack that skill, the minute that the parents cross the door, they feel that their power to fall asleep on their own lives with the parent. Mm. So they cry and whine and tantrum to keep the parent as long as possible in the bedroom. Not so much because they want the connection, but because they feel anxious that they would not know how to make themselves fall asleep. That's mm. the need for power, right? Yeah. What about the need for fun? That's another basic mm-hmm. need. Okay, so the need for fun is being able to release physical energy, to enjoy yourself. And this one could play a big part in bedtime. So let's just imagine that this child, he's outgrowing naps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's outgrowing naps and he happily took a nap at 2 p.m. But because he's outgrowing naps, that nap is not going to serve the purpose of a nap. It's going to serve the purpose of ending the cycle of bedtime sleeping. So when Mm -hmm. bedtime comes, that nap, it didn't work. So they're going to be very awake. They're going to be ready to keep on playing because they already outgrew naps and they took a nap. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they're going to have that need, like, I don't want to fall asleep. I want to keep releasing energy. And that same bedtime stalling, bedtime tantrum could communicate that need. Mm-hmm. And how I said, there are five basic needs. Let's talk about the need for survival. The need for survival mm-hmm. is feeling safe, physical needs too. But let's talk about feeling safe. Yeah. My twins, when we moved into this house, they stole bedtime the first three days. Why? Because they felt nervous about sleeping in their new bedroom. They didn't feel safe, even though they were safe. So the need that bedtime tantrum communicates is, I need safety. I need to feel safe here. So do you see how the same behavior at the same time for the same reason could communicate so many different needs? Yeah. So when parents come and tell me, how do I stop bedtime tantrums? I'm always like, before anything, you have to unveil what the need is because it is not the same thing that you do when your child needs power, than when your child needs fun, than when your child needs survival, than when your child needs freedom, than when your child needs belonging. The needs are Mm -hmm. different. A child having a bedtime tantrum could communicate a different need from another child having a bedtime tantrum. Yeah. That's why parents feel stuck when they get all their parenting education just from social media. They get tips and then they try to apply those tips without understanding their children's needs. And it's always a hit or miss. If the tip addresses the need, then the child de-escalates, the child comes down and then the night is good. But if that particular tip doesn't address the need the child is communicating, then it doesn't work. And then that's when parents feel stuck. And most of them say, oh, this gentle parenting thing doesn't work. This positive thing doesn't work. I'm going to go back to spanking and yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I want to make sure I got the five needs. Oh, okay. And I talk in depth about this in my free class. I'm going to tell you a little bit later for your listeners if they want to register. But they're basically five. So the need for fun, the need for belonging, the need for power, the ability of being able to do something, mm-hmm. the need for freedom, which is when did you feel free in your life? When you gain control over your life, right? Yeah. If, you don't, if you feel yeah. out of control, you don't feel free. So that's the need for freedom. 
And the last one is the need for survival. All behaviors communicate one of those five basic needs, not just in children, but in adults as well. And that's a little portion of parenting with understanding, just oh, a little yeah. portion. <laughs> right. No doubt. So if you are having these bedtime battles with your kids, if you're not sure which one your child is, do you just try different things? Like, do you test it out each of the five or how would you suggest that you go about figuring out which one your child needs? Okay, I teach how to unveil needs in the Printing with Understanding program. Mm -hmm. One big thing, a little golden nugget that I could tell you about how to identify the needs is to look at patterns of behavior. Look at patterns of behavior. For example, my child throws a tantrum every morning when daddy leaves to work. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible. It's separation anxiety, you know? Yeah. So. When parents come to me and tell me, what do I do? My child throws tantrums all the time. And then I dig deep on what they're trying to tell me. I'm like, it's every morning after daddy leaves. Okay, we're up to something here. Maybe separation anxiety. So that's one way of, of knowing what need is. Yeah, I like that. That actually reminds me, we talked with a, a woman, Frankie, and she kind of talked about investigating your kids and studying their behavior. That reminds me a lot of what she said. Mm -hmm. I was listening to that podcast episode today. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What do you do if dad needs to leave? What if you can't meet the need? In that example, dad does have to go to work. And yet that activates their need for belong. Or what is it? It is belonging because it's separation anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And so what did you do in that situation? Okay, so that's when many people confuse parenting with understanding with permissive parenting. Okay. Because meeting needs is not the same thing as giving in to demands. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the child is demanding daddy to stay, mm -hmm. right? right? If you're like, okay, I'm just going to stay. What is going to happen next, the next day? <laughs> yeah right. they won they're gonna want it every single day and then they're not gonna want daddy to stay five minutes as today tomorrow is gonna be i want daddy to stay 10 minutes and then the next day i want daddy to stay 15 minutes right uh -huh. <laughs> yep so that's giving into the demand that's different what they want what they're demanding and what they're needing are two separate things okay mm -hmm. so what do they need they need to feel connected how can you keep connection during the separation? Mm. There are different ways. Last time that my husband and I had a date, we went to a resort and it was the first time ever that the twins didn't spend the night with us. Mm. And we let them know, we let them know. So when it was time to leave, one of our twins, we have five-year-old twins, he hugged my husband's leg and he didn't want to let him go. So what did we do here? separation anxiety let's keep connection through the separation miguel that's his name miguel we have a great idea what about we facetime while we are on our way to the hotel and then daddy called grandma's phone right there right before we left and then miguel ran to grandma's phone and he, like, he was like hello how are you and then we just left <laughs> and we facetimed all the way to the hotel it was like 20 minutes and he was good yeah. Because we met the need of connection. Mm. Mm. That's okay, a great so example. It's not about 
giving into demands is about meeting needs. They're mm -hmm. two separate things. That's so good. Is there a difference? Like, there's a lot of terms that you hear on social media, you know, with the gentle parenting and positive parenting and stuff. Is there a difference between what makes gentle parenting different than like just positive parenting? Does, is it its own thing or are all of those things kind of similar? This is how I perceive it. I see gentle parenting as the big umbrella. <laughs> gentle mm -hmm. parenting is being kinder with our kids. It's kind mm -hmm. of like, that's how it should be, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We shouldn't be mean to our kids. We should be kind. So that's the bigger umbrella. And there are a lot of gentle parenting influencers out there that are not necessarily trained behavioral health professionals like me, <laughs> but they're just moms who want to be kinder with their kids. And that's good that they are showing connection, that they're showing togetherness, that they're showing being more attentive to their children. That's amazing, okay? Now, when it comes to positive parenting and parenting with understanding, that's more a specialized skill mm. because positive parenting is basically how we shape discipline. So it is delivered positively, but effectively as well. And parenting with understanding it's not just about discipline, it's, it's about understanding the root needs that the behaviors communicate. I hope I gave you the, the difference between those two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's no, great. Because that. yeah, I feel like these terms are just around us all the time and they aren't always explained. So you're just like, I don't really know the difference or what I'm trying to do and stuff. So I feel like that was, that yeah. was helpful. Definitely. And I do think that so much of what we learn about these is on social media. And yeah. so it's just like little snippets and all you kind of get is like, never yell at your kids. It's like, okay, that's okay. great. I'm on yeah. board with that, but how but do I what? get my kids to do anything? It often becomes permissive parenting, right? Mm -hmm. And right. I love how you distinguish between meeting the needs and giving them whatever. That's parenting with understanding about the yeah. needs. Yeah. A positive parenting focuses more on the responses. So for example, when I went through my certification on positive discipline, they were not talking about needs. They were talking about more, this is the behavior and this is the intervention. Yeah. If the child is defiant, then you offer them choices so they feel in control. So it's more like about how you respond to behavior mm -hmm. than understanding the root need. Yeah, I kind of combined everything because I know parenting with understanding and I'm certifying positive discipline. So, yes. So know. imagine gentle parenting, the big umbrella that we need to respect our kids and connect with our kids. Positive parenting is the effective strategy. So we know how to talk to our kids. We know how to set limits. We know how to release control. So they're not responding defiant. Parenting with understanding is really understanding where the behavior comes from. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Marcella, I feel like there's so much here and we only have a few minutes. And so where can people go to learn more about you? I know you mentioned you're doing a class. Yes. Okay. Number one, please follow me on TikTok. I have 790,000 now. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So High Impact Club on TikTok, High Impact Club on Instagram, High Impact Club on YouTube. I'm there every single day. Number two, a visit Heimfeld Club. <laughs> so right now I have a free class where you're going to learn the three secrets to parenting without punishment, which is traditional parenting, mm -hmm. without giving in, which is permissive parenting, through parenting with understanding. 
Where do you sign up? Just go to link in my bio on my social media, I Impact Club, and you will see the link there. And we'll put links to all of those in our show notes. So if it's too hard to type, you can just click the link in the show notes <laughs> and go to all of the places where you are. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.